What do you say to Americans who are watching you right now who are scared? Uh, I say that you're a terrible reporter. That's what I say. Fuck you. I think it's a very nasty question, and I think it's a very bad signal that you're putting out to the American people. What is that people. supposed to mean? The American people are looking for answers, and they're looking what for the hope. Fuck are you and you're about? doing sensationalism. Fuck you! And, uh, the same with NBC and Comcast. So I don't call it. I don't call it Comcast. Out. I call it Comcast. Let me just ask for whom you work. Let me just ask something. Fuck you! That's really bad reporting. Oh fuck and you! You got to get back to reporting instead of sensationalism. Let's see if it works. It might, and it might you not. Nuts. I happen to feel good about it, Fuck but who knows? You. I've been right a lot. Hey. Shut up! Let's see what happens. How fucked up you are! What an asshole. Fuck Trump. Oh! Yours truly. Brit Summers at thebritsummershow.com Presents the sweet sound of success The tune voted best I don't take responsibility at all. The coronavirus. This is their new hopes. We have it totally under control. I think we've done a great job. I'd read it at 10. We've been given rave reviews. I don't take responsibility at all. Well, it's a real tough season when your throat is sore. You can't help but think that you inhaled a spore. It's not anthrax, it's the cold and flu season. Roll up my sleeve, I got the symptoms. Shot. Why don't you get rid of all my snot? Hit me with a flu shot. Fire away. Hit me with a flu shot. Why don't you get rid of all my snot? Hit me with a flu shot. Shot. Why don't you get rid of all my snot? Hit me with a flu shot. Fire away. Sorry, don't have one in this country. The Brit Summer Show, 95.3, 96.9, 103.9-1470-WWNN. I'm Brit Summers broadcasting live because I'm still alive. Uh, if you want to see what leadership looks like, look no further than Andrew Cuomo. Holy crap, that's a man with giant balls and knows how to lead, and I've had my problems with him in the past, and he is a right-of-center Democrat. But that being said, New York's very, very lucky to have him for governor, as opposed to down here. Oh, what we have down here. This inbred mugwump in a suit that's two times the size of him. He looks like he went to the hand-me-down store from David Byrne's old wardrobe. But then again, in Tallahassee, they don't like no Jews up there, so it must be very difficult to find a good tailor. Now, with all the corona news, the story's been buried, and I'm grateful for that, but uh, we had a little... This is uh, for my Florida listeners, uh, everybody around the world... So, you know, we had a really good opportunity to get a good governor in here. Uh, as it turns out, Andrew Gillum, he uh, he went out of his mind. He went to a wedding reception, and he was later found that night writhing on the floor drunk, naked, uh, with a, a male hooker. It hasn't been disclosed yet whether or not it was uh, Jerry Falwell Jr.'s pool boy, well, no, it couldn't be, because this guy died. He overdosed on uh, crack cocaine. It wasn't crack cocaine, it was uh, meth. That's what it was. And uh, Gillum didn't die, but he was uh, pretty screwed up. And he has a beautiful family. This is a tragedy. This is a, this is a shame. What the news outlets won't tell you is... That, yeah, he lost the election by one-tenth of a... Fra- or like Bernie would say, one-tenth of one percent of one fraction of the vote because down here they don't know how to count. And he was up against the biggest voter block of all. The villages. Oy. <laughs> so he lost by a little, like, like a pubic hair. Oh, sorry. 
That was two years ago. And what the press doesn't tell you is that the right-wingers down here in Florida did not let up on that guy, constantly berating him, constantly giving false stories about this uh, scandal that took place when he was mayor of Tallahassee, which he had nothing to do with it. The FBI cleared him of all charges. It was one of his city commissioners or something. But since he was mayor, they're putting all the blame on him. This was two years ago that he lost the election, and they have not let up on him. They did now. It worked. That It drove that man insane. And true, he did get a, a nice contract with MSNBC as a political contributor. Uh, I guess with everything else piling on top of it, with the, the right-wingers constantly going after him non-stop, relentlessly just beating the crap, and he wasn't even running. He was now a private citizen, and they still kept going after him. It has to have some kind of mental impact on, on a person. He wasn't a public fit. Well, I guess because he was on MSNBC, and I think Bill Maher. But he, he really wasn't in public office, so they had no reason to do that, and they did not let up. You probably didn't see it outside of Florida, but down here, uh, on the Facebook and all the, the Twitters and all that, they berated him and did not stop. It did not stop. And it has to have some kind of effect on your brain. Because he went out of his mind. He threw away his political career. He threw away his life. He threw away his family. It's just, He just self-destructed. And maybe it was always there. Maybe he needed help. But what triggered it? The Republicans. The right-wingers. Because they're vicious, mean, heartless, miserable motherfuckers. All the GOP, all the Republicans, they want everybody to die. Because anarchy is their agenda. It's down to just that. Anarchy. So I'd, I'd rather have a governor that has a drinking problem, a meth problem, and is bisexual and hates himself for it and whatever else caused. I'd rather have him still in office than this inbred hillbilly douchebag that we have here in Florida that is for his Messiah Trump. He is killing people. He And you know who's going to get impacted the most on this? We, this is the biggest retirement state in the world outside of, uh, I think, Arizona comes in second. But we're the biggest for retirement age. And you know who's going to get smacked down real good and they couldn't deserve it more? The villages, yeah. We don't want no colored guy in there. We're voting for the Satan. Yay. I have no cavities. I have no teeth. You're the most vulnerable ones to get this. By the way, that's false reporting, too. Anybody can get this. There was a, a child, uh, I think a single digit, like nine, eight years old, in Georgia, and all the college kids that were down here doing the Frankie Avalon and Ed Funicello routine down here on the beaches, well, they're going to get it too. And they're going to give it to everybody else. They don't think they're going to die from it. Well, maybe not, but uh, you'll see to it that others do. Thank you. You're, 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 welcome. you're welcome. But yeah, villages, you happy now? <laughs> How do you like your re- white Republican governor now? I'm dying over here. One term to Satan. Well, he's Republican, and Fox News says to vote for him. Oi! That's what John Hannity told me to do, to vote for him. Oi! That's what Mark Levin told me to do, vote for him. Well, you voted for him. You got him in. You got a Republican majority in the legislature, so... Yay! All you gotta do now is... I'm dying over here. Yeah, the villages. Oi! Well, maybe that's good news. Because uh, next election, which is 22, maybe that voting block of three counties won't put the Republicans uh, just over the edge like they constantly do. Maybe that herd will be thinned out. But the problem is, no, the thing with the villages is they they come, they're Midwestern. They're, they're not from New York. And they come down here and, they, and whoever dies off, they're immediately replaced. So it's going to be a constant flow of fox-watching right-wing neocon bastards and bitches. Hey, you're being an ageist. You know what I have to say to that? 
Fuck you. Those people are assholes, and you can tell them I said so. Time for another whimsical adventure with the little old rascals. Boy, that was some lie. Well, I think it was worth it. The Lockies are wonderful. Are you finished with the coleslaw? Don't be such a snorer, Sheldon. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, look at Joe at the pace. There's nothing left for the busboys. Hey, look at those two kids over there. What the hell are kids doing here? It's our time. But kids, they must be in their 50s. Okay, watch this. You boys enjoying your meal? Huh? Talking to us, what? Pops. Boy, he's starting already. Do Shut something. up, Sheldon. You know, if it wasn't for guys like me fighting the big war, you boys wouldn't be here today to enjoy this good food. Gee, no, thanks. thanks a lot. There you go again, embarrassing us. <laughs> was that you, Estelle? Of course it was. It serves as a good reminder. You know something? Uh-huh. The money you save on this meal yeah. would be well spent on deodorant for Sheldon. Oh, he hasn't worn deodorant since the war. Fair. Smells like the 1950s in here. What do you mean? It's not anymore? Enjoying the meal, boys! Yeah, yeah, Enough good. already, you pot! Uh, listen to this over here from a schmuck who wears Zori's in the pool. Blow it out your ass, you old Now, bastard. see here, I'm proud of what we did over there. Oh, yeah, big deal. Who ate all the pickles? You did, your mum's ass. That's what you say. I used to be a bastard. Where the truth is not a dirty word. The Brit Summers Show. My wife took the car to the mall. She drives my Buick and she's three feet tall. I wouldn't ride with her, no way. I said I'd meet her there later today. So I'm just sitting on a bench in Delray Waiting for the lolly bus to take me away Oi, I'm just sitting on a bench in Delray With my friend Chaim Looks like it's time to check my change Cause the bus fares don't always stay the same gonna do what Yetta tells me to do. The driver at her age, she must be insane. Just sitting here resting my bones, wondering why my wife won't leave me alone. We've talked it over, but I never win. I just wind up slapping through them all again. Oi! So I sit on a bench in Delray. Waiting for the lolly bus to take me away. Oi, I'm just sitting on a bench in Delray with my friend Chaim. Yeah, there he is. It's about damn time. I've been waiting here all damn day on this bench. Where the hell have you been? Hey! Hey, where the hell are you going? Come back, you You are listening to the Brit Summer Show. Partly cloudy outside in the mid-80s. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just love doing that. I don't know why. The FDNC, the Florida Democratic Com- Committee, they're going to see to it that they run a, a corporatist lobbyist. They're, they're looking around right now for <laughs> a lobbyist to lose. Maybe they can uh, dig up Alex Sink again, who rhymes with stink, because as a politician, she stinks. And I think there were two uber notorial races. They ran her both times and she lost badly. But she's still alive, so go ahead, run her. FDNC loves candidates like her. Uh, how about a lobbyist? You got Nikki Freed, who's doing a wonderful job handing over the north part of the state to Nestle Corporation. Uh, she's, she's a former lobbyist. There you go, Nikki Freed. But given all that, you know, these uh, right-of-center Dems, they're going to be a big improvement over what we got in there now. This uh, Trump ass licker, and I do mean ass licker. Look at that guy's punum. Look at his face. He wants to put his nose up Trump's big mottled ass. This the Satan. I'm certain when it comes to Trump, uh, this uh, the Satan would be more than happy to engage in anal play. I got... Called out at one of these Democratic meetings I go to by another Democrat. Oh, let's not be rude. It's DeSantis. Do not call him DeSantis. Listen, 
He is what he is. He's in, he uh, worships Satan, which is basically Trump, and his evangelical followers, which are they're Satan worshippers too. They just shield themselves with Christ. Buy this silver stuff; it'll kill you. But hey, I'll line my pockets like uh, Trump's spiritual advisor, that crooked criminal bitch, Paula Too White their husband Jonathan Kane of Journey. I call on everybody to ban Journey. Do not attend their concerts. Well, there won't be any. Do not, in spite of the Filipino kid who does great, it's not his fault, but do not buy their songs. Just, just screw Journey. They're not that good anyway. Why would you bother? I say boycott Journey because of this crisis capitalist bitch that he's married to. You know, if we had a DOJ, if we had a real attorney general, she is committing interstate fraud with her prayer hospital. Yes, I could get the audio. In essence, she's saying, you won't have to suffer from this virus if you send us money to have a prayer hospital. It is a prayer hospital. So naturally, that money will be coming from different states. That's mail fraud. She's a open and shut Rico case. Just perp walk that bitch in jail. But it's not going to happen. Anybody else will be arrested for that, but not this bitch. I just can't stand that slut. Spiritual advisor. She won't be arrested because uh, uh, Bill Lobar, that disgusting, puke-inducing, fat toad. Now, if we had a real AG, that bitch would be in jail. Should be in jail, Paula Too White. You no good, filthy little criminal pig profiting off of pain, misery, death, and fear. Profiting off of illness, profiting off a pandemic. Making money on it for nothing with her prayer hospital. If anybody's going to burn in hell, if anybody's on the right hand of Satan, it's that fucking Paula White. You miserable inbred twat, you. Take your God and shove it I ain't gonna worship him no more I've had enough Of all the primitive fairy tales and folklore I'm getting tired of giving money away To all the Christian corporate whores You can take your God and shove it I ain't worshiping him no more Well, I was a Christian, soldier of God, believer all these years. All that time I followed every word of the scriptures written by queers. Catch keys, say he's a powerful God in an all-knowing and a mighty way. Except in 9-11 when he must have been gone on a busman's holiday. Take your card and shove it I ain't gonna worship him no more Shove the you're alright If you're with us Cause everybody else is wrong And I'm getting tired of watching people die In the name of an invisible Lord So take your card and shove it I ain't worshiping him no more God and shove it. I ain't worshiping him no more. No. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show, which which provides you something to listen to while you're scanning through Netflix to see what you're going to binge next. Thank you for being sequestered with me. It's real close to Jonestown. It's really heading there. These Trump cult followers, they're serious. They would lay down their lives for him. Only now, Fox News and Dan Patrick, lieutenant governor of Texas, they're giving Trump followers a new way of saying it, a new way of committing suicide. You give your life up for the economy. There you go. Now you're justified in killing yourself. Go ahead, commit suicide. That's what Republicans have always liked, especially since Reagan. The irresponsibility of this piece of crap, this Dan Patrick, to say something like that. On Fox News, where they they just sat there and went, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes, you should lay your life down for our economy. 
Don't these stupid fuckers get it? Don't these morons get it? If, if everybody dies, there ain't no economy. But they don't care. To, there's no rhyme, no reason, no logic, whatever it is. They're anarchists. If they could, without getting arrested, they'd run around with their pants off. Swinging a meat cleaver like uh, Mr. Zitsky. <laughs> That's what these assholes are like. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Just out of their goddamn mind. Yeah, damn Patrick. But but Greg Abbott, he he did take a stand. Oh, sorry. Here he comes now. Governor of Texas, Greg Abbott. You hear what Dan Patrick said, uh, Greg? But you got a big kick out of that. I would sacrifice my life for this economy. That's what Glenn Beck said, isn't it? It's he. <laughs> he would gladly die. For the uh, nation's economy. <laughs> please, please do us all a favor. Oh, has anybody seen where this guy lives? He lives in a fortified compound with like 12 feet concrete walls surrounding it. Only the Trump cultists would believe anything this guy says. But uh, I'm hoping it's true. Please, please, Glenn. You former sound effects boy for a morning zoo. Do us all a favor, okay? I didn't even know he was still alive. Let me ask the Republicans something. Because this, I know, of all people, Joe Manchin was arguing, but he, he didn't come out and say this. I would like to know, and, and any Republicans you know, ask them this. If you're going to have a stimulus package to infuse businesses with cash, what good is it if there isn't any business to be had? I'll say it again. If you're going to funnel money into big business, into Wall Street, and no one's around, what good is it? If you're going to funnel money into Wall Street and to big business, and everybody's dead, what good is that check? I don't know. Here, you know what you... Here, you, give me that check. Here's what you can do with your half a trillion uh, donation to Wall Street, Republicans. That, that's basically what you're doing. How are you going to support business if there ain't no business to be had? How are you going to do that? Well, you give the employers enough money to uh, hire back all of the uh, workers. They won't show up unless they're suicidal or Trump supporters. Who are you going to get to show up? Well, we have a payroll here. Here you go. Come back to work. America wants to go back to work. No, 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 we don't. Until we get some leadership. Here's what I found out. I've been looking into this. Yeah, uh, the orange orangutan. But oh, real quick, uh, have you noticed with all these uh, mini rallies he's having? He calls them a press conference, but it's a mini rally. Have you noticed how that guy, his posture? And all the cartoonists out there, the political cartoonists and all the, everybody does impressions of him. Nobody has caught this. And I don't know what kind of posture you would call it. Look at the way he stands up, because he rarely stands up. But at these uh, pressers, he's standing. And what kind of posture is that when you put both your arms in front of you? Is he an ape? Is he a chimpanzee? What kind of posture is that? Oh, this is a great man we're talking about here, Trumpers, right? You can't even stand up straight. So anyway, yeah. The feces-throwing orangutan decimated the CDC two years ago and uh, recently, as last summer, fired the only pandemic expert we had stationed in China. Only because he's a spiteful old bastard and the colored guy put them in there. The Negro president. Of course, now he'll say, I don't know who did that. I don't know. You did it. You fat fuck you. So that was bad enough, but what Trump wasn't aware of was that CDC and there's other government agencies have multiple layers of emergency response programs that have been there for many years and long before Obama or anybody that were put in place as far back as the Cold War. Even longer. I mean, World War II, some of them are still there. And one of them is called 
the logistics corps. For, uh, the army has a division called the logistics corps. Now, what they do, especially overseas, what they specialize in is trucking, moving supplies, equipment, and building materials. It is called the Army Logistics Corps. Now, where are they? They can only be activated by the president. And this so-called president apparently wants us all to be dead. So we have that. We have other things. Why is CDC hoarding the tests that we are getting from other countries, primarily China, not to mention other supplies that they have stockpiled? Why are they holding on to that? And by the time this show airs, England will have an at-home 15-minute test kit. They send it to you. You take it like an STD test. And in 15 minutes, you have an answer. It's a beautiful test. Where's our test, fatso? I don't take responsibility at all. Everybody responded to this in a different way. And in Northern Europe in particular, the leadership there, uh, all across Europe. You know why? Because those people are much smarter than we are. And they don't believe all the babble. And they have right-wing radio over there, too. But it's kind of like, wink, wink, and nudge, nudge. We know what this is. Over here, it's, it's, it's a holy altar of misinformation that people want to believe in their magic bubbles. Canada has a stay-at-home order. That's social. They're socialist. You like Bob and Doug McKinsey? You like Martin Short? You like the Guess Who? You like William Shatner? Well, they're Canadian. Ooh, they're socialist. We are so stupid. You know, it takes all kinds of people to make America what it is today. It takes doctors. Hello. And lawyers. Hi there. Accountants. 27. And librarians. But it also takes much more than that. It also takes America's morons. Use your signal, you <laughs> Good morning. You know us. Why, we're all around you. We're taking 200 items through the express lane of the supermarket. Wait, let me get my other part over here. <laughs> we're sitting behind you in the movie theater wrapping our Christmas gifts. <laughs> yip-a-boo, yip-a-boo. <laughs> and we're holding up your bank line while we try to cash a check from the Bank of Venus. Hey, pal, could you hurry it up? How are you? We're the Association of Ignorant Americans, and we're always looking for new members. So if you hate any minority, don't read much, and just love to litter, then have a friend dial the phone for you and give us a call. Just dial area code 632-626-6766 or me, I'm a moron. Oh. <laughs> Hi, I'm a moron. It's two o'clock in the morning. Oh, was you sleeping? Oh, you're a moron. <laughs> America's morons. We're taking years off your life. You're hunkering down with the Brit Summer Show, and thanks for tuning in. I know most of you are sequestered inside and have nothing else to do, so probably I'm, I'm picking up new listeners with, with a lack of anything productive to do. You might as well listen to this show. So why is the CDC hoarding supplies? Hmm? I don't know. They're amazing. I'm amazing. I am an amazing... Asshole! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's a uh, NPR affiliate radio station in Washington State that is refusing to carry his uh, press conference slash mini rallies. And with good cause, because they're misleading and dangerous. Everything out of that orange pus pile's mouth is a lie. And his followers just don't care. In fact, there was a couple. Well, he, he was, uh, we got chloroquine, chloroquine. He was talking about chloroquine. That's the cure-all. That's going to be the uh, savior. Chloroquine, which... There's two chloroquines. <laughs> one is hydroxychloroquine. It's an anti-malarial uh, drug. <clears throat> That's the one he's referring to, but there's another one called chloroquine phosphate. And yes, you can get that over the counter. <laughs> this couple heard him say chloroquine, and these Trumpers ran out. Well, actually, they ran out. They went on Amazon and ordered a uh, big bottle of chloroquine. And I looked it up, and what they what they ordered was Dr. Tim's Waste Away Fish Tank Cleaner. 
100% chloroquine phosphate. Well, the husband died. He died? Yes, he died. Can't imagine why. How could their Messiah and leader and truth teller uh, tell them wrong? And uh, the uh, Trump woman is uh, on life support. But you too can get uh, Dr. Tim's Waste Away Fish Tank Cleaner. (laughs) That is nothing but chloroquine phosphate. And it's only 30 bucks on Amazon. So if you're a Trump supporter, there you go. Order yours today and die for all of us, please. Please just swallow it whole and die. You're killing the rest of us. I'd rather see you go first. I'm dying over here. And speaking of a cavalier attitude towards this virus, is uh, well, it was just last weekend. Mar-a-Lago. They had a party. Hey, ho, come on in. We're going to have a disco party. It was the Miralago Disco Party. And there's several now who attended that disco party. And they're sick and they're dying. I'm dying over here. <laughs> oh, so stupid. It's like, don't dive in the pool. There's no water in it. What do you know? I'm diving in. You know, and that's that's that. People are just suicidally dumb. And speaking of dumb, Fox News, the Fox News building. Listen closely, Ajit Pai, with your big greasy teeth. Listen closely. They've had two reportings confirmed coronavirus in the Fox News building. Hey, Ajit Pai, with your big greasy teeth. It was Fox News that was spreading the propaganda, was spreading the lies that it is a Democrat hoax. This is their new hoax. Do you still think it's a hoax? I don't care if it wasn't a hoax. He's Trump and whatever he says. It's a hoax. It's a Democrat hoax to make Trump look bad. (laughs) The the Trump re-election campaign. They are busily scrubbing the web of that rally back in February in Pennsylvania where he said in front of thousands of people... Or as he would put it, millions of people. You'll notice that he puts a D in the word millions. He'll say millions or billions. He puts a D in it. I don't know. Makes it sound more. Makes it sound like it's bigger. Who knows what that retard. They're busily scrubbing the web of any trace of Trump saying. I don't take responsibility at all. The coronavirus. This is their new hoax. We have it totally under control. I think we've done a great job. I'd read it at 10. We've been given rave reviews. I don't take responsibility at all. The warnings were there. Millions of Americans at risk, but Donald Trump failed to act. The words about a pandemic at this point? No, we're not at all. We have it under control. It's going to be just fine. Top officials are warning that the spread of coronavirus in the U.S. appears inevitable. Do you agree with that assessment? Well, I don't think it's inevitable. Coronavirus fears President Trump blaming the, quote, fake news. This is their new hoax. The country's in great shape. The market's in great shape. The coronavirus has put the markets into a free fall, leaving some investors in panic. The nation's top infectious disease doctor admits the testing has been a failure. No, I don't take responsibility at all. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your response to this crisis? I'd rate it at 10. I think we've done a great job. Dr. Anthony Fauci says there's a possibility that millions of Americans could eventually die. And now, here we are. Trump cannot be trusted with our economy, our health, and our future. Still think it's a hoax? Hey, you, on the ventilator, dying. Is it a hoax? No. Well, I just happen to have right here a song that was played several times at the Miralago Disco Party. (laughs) Yeah, they were dancing to this. And ironically, this disco tune from 1974, sung by Carol Douglas, is Doctor's Orders. I think it's a really early disco song.
You know, I forgot what a lousy song this is. You can clearly understand what the Disco Sucks movement was all about back in the 70s with the, the Steve Dahl bonfire in Chicago. Yeah, this is what you heard. Doctor's orders. Yeah. How do you feel now, that Mar-a-Lago disco party, huh? You feeling good? <laughs> it's all a Democrat hoax. It's a hoax. <laughs> I'm dying over here. Speaking of doctors, where's Dr. Fauci? I mean, oh, he was standing back there, but they told him to keep his mouth shut. I don't want him to upstage me. He upstaged me. Yeah, but he's a pandemic expert. I don't care. I don't care. He upstaged me. He's using his knowledge to help save lives. I don't care about lives. They want me to lose the election. He upstages me. He makes me look stupid. Well, that's not hard to do. You me. <laughs> oh, calm down, Don. Here, have a spoonful of chloroquine phosphate. It helps the medicine go down. That'd be a good bit. Have some of this Dr. Tim's Waste Away fish tank cleaner. Mmm, that's what you recommended to your loyal followers. Your clinging minions. Oh, is this thing still going? Oi! Carol Douglas and a series of her one big hit on the Brit Summer Show. <laughs> We've heard about enough of that as we can take. But I'm certain that was played at the uh, Miralago Disco Party. Yeah, with Disco Stew. <laughs> it's a hoax. Uh-huh. It's a hoax. That's what Rand Paul thought. <laughs> Didn't he? And his father, RuPaul. It's a hoax, it's fake, it's a democratic plot to make the president look bad. Yeah, it's a hoax, all right. And it's been reported that, you know, he touched everything in the Senate gym, and he went swimming in the pool, and he probably TT'd in the pool because he's a filthy pig. And I would call on uh, the all-American hero, as far as a lot of us are concerned, Renee Boucher. Who's Renee Boucher? Why? That's none other than Rand Paul's neighbor. <laughs> the one who pummeled the crap out of RuPaul. <laughs> yeah, I know it's Rand, but I'll call him Ru. Because RuPaul is an exploiter anyway. Never had one ounce of respect for that shyster con. He's got nothing to do with me. Let me teach you how to be a drag queen so you can walk into a store that way. Yeah. Let me teach you how to look like a drag queen so you can fail at applying for work. Let me teach you how to look like a drag queen so you can only, only go out at night. Oh, and that's right. RuPaul also teaches them how to act obnoxious and make people hate you. RuPaul. And anybody with the last name of Paul, except for Peter Paul Mounds, is a douchebag. But Rand Paul, yeah, he got the uh, crap knocked out of him. And he went to the hospital. Renee Boucher. Oh! Our hero. We ought to find Renee Boucher and uh, have him finish the job. His Rand Paul, all of his uh, senator buddies could have been infected by him. All of his pals. Although from what I've been reading, he's not very well liked there either. But I got to ask this question. And CNN and, and MSNBC for their part, they have had a uh, series of doctors uh, going on the air talking about this uh, coronavirus. But my question is this. Do they have a casting director for these doctors? Because I notice that the guy doctors are older older men, but the women doctors are all hot. Is there a reason for that? I mean, 
I'm certain there are some very attractive female doctors out there, but all of them? They had one doctor on there, some old guy, and, and he was brilliant. You know how I know that? Because his name is Dr. Brilliant. He was out of San Francisco. I couldn't believe it. That was his name, Dr. Brilliant. That would make a great TV show. That would be even better than, than House. So if I ever had the luxury of being able to choose my own doctor, even if he's across the country, naturally I'd have to go with Dr. Brilliant. Who wouldn't want a doctor named Dr. Brilliant? But I can't get over I mean, these women that they have on these women doctors, I don't know if I'm looking at doctors or a pageant. These women are beautiful. <laughs> like, jeez. Which is great. It's just... Aren't there any marginal-looking women doctors out there? Who's casting these uh, medical contributors to uh, the corporate news networks? I'm certain there's a lot of guys out there that wouldn't mind having them for a urologist or something. But, uh, gee, the guy, like I said, the guy doctors on there look like any other schlubba-dinky doctor you might see. But if you watch TV, you would think that all women doctors are movie stars. I mean, it's like... These women could have their own TV show. I guess maybe that's what it's all about. Maybe they're auditioning. I don't know. And it's not to take away from their expertise, but all of them? All of them are hot? It's like watching a uh, on uh, CBS or something, the procedural cop shows that they have on there. Everybody is hot. The guys and girls. Everybody's smoking. They're not 10s. They're 11s. <laughs> And again, I'm not taking away from their, their qualifications or their expertise. I just I just can't get over that how every female doctor is absolutely spectacularly gorgeous on CNN or MSNBC. And then you got Dr. Brilliant. He looks like a schlubbadinky, but he's brilliant. And if you don't believe me, just ask him why he's Dr. Brilliant. I'll have you know. I wonder if it was Dr. Brilliant who treated Joe Biden's head. Oh, my eyes don't fail me. I mean, they're not great, but they're pretty good. And when I, or as Larry David would say, pretty, pretty good. And when I see it, saw him do that uh, YouTube thing that he did about the virus, where he stuttered and he bumbled and he couldn't read and everything, it was another disaster. In fact, he did so poorly, he was going to do one that night, and they canceled it because he's just, he's just out of it. And he had this huge bump on his head and it looked like it was uh, stitched or something they covered it with uh, foundation and powder and makeup and everything they couldn't hide it there it was big round and purple uh, it was on the left side of his head it looks like old joe fell down and he hit his head now he had a brain aneurysm in the 1980s of course, they swept that under the rug. Remember the last debate with him and Bernie? I'm in very good health, and I'll have you know. And, and Biden said, there ain't nothing wrong with me. Yeah, there was. It was called a, a, a brain aneurysm. And there's something wrong with old Joe. But I don't care. <laughs> right now, you can have a brain aneurysm. Or as Bill Maher said, and I'm not happy with that fella, but as Bill Maher did say, and this is very true, don't have a stroke yet. Wait until you get in the office and you can have all the strokes you want. Because uh, Joe, he, he ain't doing that hot. But let's hope for the best because, uh, like I said, even a corpse would be an improvement over the feces throwing orangutan. It's Jericho Music with a message. <laughs> in the condo. Blue I tell you, my wife's hair's just not blue enough. Her teeth are bad and she don't chew enough. Decrepit recording artist stole Farts in the Condo with their new smash album, Friends and Enemas. Laxatives, they're so good for you. the other day. 
We found out it cost a buck to valet. So we parked across the street. We walked across the road. Then a truck hit my wife and it squashed her like a toad. Old farts in the condo. Catch the tour. Buy the album before they expire. I told you once. I told you twice. No MSG on my fried rice. They raised the price on polygraph. So I'm sorry I can't leave a tip. Old farts in the condo. I tell you my wife's hair's just not blue. Farts in the Condo. Buy the album Friends and Enemas and get your tickets for the Farts Live at any rickety bastard ticket outlet. Another Coffin Door presentation. You're listening to The Brit Summit Show. It's late in the evening. She's had 15 beers She smeared all her makeup And aged 15 more years And then she asks me Do you have a light? And I say, Mitzi You look horrible tonight Smelling something A thick cheesy substance Like the potato salad That's inside of her muffin Then she asks me Can we make love tonight? I say no chance you smell like a monkey's ass tonight. You've been listening to the Brit Summer Show. Yes, it is me that has been prattling on and editorializing and uh, shouting from the rafters and things like that. And uh, to my terrestrial audience, I thank you for tuning in and tolerating another show. So join me online for the rest of the show. And if we survive that long, or if I survive that long, I'll have another one next week. Right here on 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, The best music. Thank goodness it's fun with Britney Summers on The Brit Summers Show. Nice little tune you don't hear too often, just to take a little break. You won't hear this on Sirius XM. Mojo, but it's one of the rare cover versions that actually polished up the original. And the original 
was Buffalo Springfield. This was written by Stephen Stills. And it's one of the top 20 tunes you won't hear on SiriusXM because they got 19-year-olds programming it. You're listening to The Brit Summer Show on SkyhawkRadio.com, FYINation.com, SoFloRadio.com, Google Play with this, and of course, Patreon, Stitcher, and uh, TuneIn. TuneIn does a very nice job. They, they play the most recent shows right up front. And of course, you can always get the most recent show at thebritsummershow.com. Now, I know we're living in a, a time of uncertainty, and people got to hold on to their cash, and I understand that. So what I would really appreciate, if you do enjoy this program, just uh, promote me. Just uh, send the link around. That would be great. And of course, I have to extend my gratitude to this show's underwriter and official sponsor, Ernie. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for helping, Ernie. Now, I was going to go into the timeline maybe even further on next week's show because I'm not going to have enough time. But every time he says, I have no responsibility, I have nothing to do with it. Yes, he did. Because here's what's happening. The, the right-wing talking points, the Fox News talking points, and the hate radio talking points are this. He had no idea what was happening. This happened all of a sudden. This is just snuck up on everybody. And he's saying it too because they are. But it did not. He was informed by the Secret Service back in December, and he chose to ignore it. And then, in January, he classified it as a top-secret thing. He didn't want anybody to know. I guess he really thought, even far back as then, he thought it would get in the way of his re-election campaign. But with everything else this dumb retard does, he does the opposite of what he should have done. If he was really concerned about getting re-elected... He would have acted on it immediately and acted like a leader. But it's not inside of this uh, mass of cells. He has no brain. Nothing. And which is why his followers love him so much. Because they're dumbasses too. <laughs> just little followers. They just want to follow. They'll support anything. Any business. That panders to them like uh, Chick-fil-A. Did you hear about the Hobby Lobby? The owner who poses as a Christian. Yeah. The owner of Hobby Lobby is demanding that all of his uh, workers show up for work. There's only one problem with that, asshole. (laughs) No one's going to go there to shop. But like every good Christian Republican, he is determined to make people die. So that there's only only middle-aged white guys left roaming the earth. Middle-aged white fucks like this guy at Hobby Lobby, who likes it when it's lobbed in his face. Uh, Chick-fil-A, another one, who engages in these uh, false promotional things. The Pulse nightclub, when those people were massacred and slaughtered in there, who showed up but the gay haters themselves? They had a catering truck for all the people who were going to uh, pay tribute to the memorial there. There was a Chick-fil-A... Will you hear that? I don't know if you can hear that. Just my luck. It's a pretty soundproof studio, so that should give you some idea what that, how loud that is out there. With Chick-fil-A, I, I just, I can't forget this, because the gall, the temerity of these uh, gay-hating inbreds pulling a truck up to the memorial, and now you'll see them uh, in certain parts of the country making deliveries to uh, people, yeah. Chick-fil-A. Who needs chick You know something? I, 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 once I went, years and years ago, I didn't know what it was. I just saw it, and like everybody else, not knowing what they were, I saw a chicken place, so I thought I'd try it. And you know something? And this is the honest opinion from, from way, I'm talking 20 years ago, before of the anti-LGBT thing. I didn't know. It, to me, it was just a chicken place, and I went there once, and here's, here's what I had to say. That sucked. It was dry. When you bit into the sandwich, dust came out. I never went back. And I'm grateful for that. But as it turns out, not knowing back then what a bunch of homophobes ran that company, it turns out I was lucky because I never went back. I never gave them a penny since then. 
Not because of any ideological differences or anything like that, just because I thought it stank. Popeyes has always been far superior to Chick-fil-A. And speaking of right-wing uh, chains, fast food chains, <laughs> there's a really good one that I have a problem with because it's really good. And of course, like our grocery store chain down in Florida, Publix, they are a <laughs> vehemently uber right-wing organization. But they're smart enough to know that they're in business to make money, so they leave people like me alone. Never have a problem in that store, ever. But I know who they contribute to. The right-wing organizations, Matt Staver, all of the uh, anti-gay foundations for Christ, all of those faggots. But they leave me alone. That's the bottom line. Conversely, Chick-fil-A, they brag about it. But there's another place, and we don't have them here. It's up in Orlando. It's up where my sister lives. Culver's. I don't know if you've heard of this place. It is a chain, but mainly in the upper part of the South. None here. But I got to tell you, that's one of the best fast food hamburgers I've ever had. Culver's is great. They're, they're, I think they call them butter burgers, but wow, they're good. Price is right. And I really enjoy uh, going there, but... I don't know. I always get that uneasy feeling when I'm there. <laughs> yeah. But the food is good. And for all I know, they would like to see me in an oven. But uh, they don't say anything because they're smart and they leave me alone. And I enjoy the food that comes out of their oven. Culver's. Yeah. Not bad. I'm certain it's a... Uh, very good Christian organization, but I don't want to rip it too much because they're pretty good. Kind of reminiscent of Bordenberger, if anybody remembers that. Testimonials, testimonials, testimonials with moral fiber. My friends, I talked with God himself this morning and God said unto me, how is it that a man can have everything and still be in misery? I said, yes, Lord, because I knew a man who had it all, but to this day he is still one. Money grub a nasty little sucker. And lo, when I asked him why he was so downcast, he said unto me one word, constipation. That old devil irregularity was bringing him down. There was just no movement within him. Well, my friends, that man needed new testimonials. The Moral Majority Breakfast Cereal. Now, the good book says all things must pass, and new testimonials with improved moral fiber will see to it that they do. Just pour them out and watch them floating in your bowl like little halos in the milk of human kindness. So, stand up and sit down for testimonials, and ye shall be moved. Testimonials. Have you ever had the body and blood of Christ wafer? Well, to do it, you don't chew it, you suck it down. But to receive this form of soiled green, what you gotta do is let a priest place it inside your mouth. You have been listening to the podcast slash radio program, The Brit Summer Show. Yeah, that wraps up another hour of uh, fun frivolity and screaming and yelling and... Uh, <laughs> Assorted and sundry uh, stuff. I want to thank you all for tuning in again this week. And for those of you that contributed, wow, thank you. Because I know times like these, that's not an easy thing to do, to give money to a crazy tranny in South Florida. But it does help. Oh, boy, does it help. You know, it's a funny thing. I had a meeting at the radio station about various things. And, well, that was canceled. So I have no idea what's going on over there outside of the stuff I send them occasionally. <laughs> But what are you going to do? I don't know. From everything I hear, they're happy with the show. So that's good enough for me. And I hope you are, too. So until the next time, this is Britt Somerset. Fuck Trump. Fuck Trump. Hey, is it a hoax? This is their new hoax. Fuck Trump. Fuck Trump. Fuck Trump. Oh!